section fifty six of norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org the world story volume eight norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles edited by eva march tappan section fifty six molbor stories the molbors are a quaint and primitive people who live in a remote corner of Utland. among the odd stories that are told of them are the following the editor the legs once some molbors were in a great dilemma certain of them sat down in a circle on the ground but when they wanted to get up again could not make out which pair of legs belonged to each of them so thinking they could never rise they remained calmly sitting at last they called a passer-by and asked how each of them should find his own legs he first pointed out his legs to each and told them to draw them up and rise but as this did not avail he formed another expedient and took his stick and beat first one then another then the third and then the fourth over the legs that succeeded for as soon as they felt the blows on their legs they quickly recognized which belonged to each and drew them up the headless man one day some mole boars went into the wood to cut down some trees when they had cut into a tree so far that they thought it could be pulled to the ground they discovered that they had forgotten to bring a rope with them the wisest of them then proposed that one of them should be lifted up in the tree and put his neck in a cleft in such a manner that the others by pulling him by the legs should cause the tree to fall this advice was followed one of them courageously put his neck in the cleft and the remainder pulled him by the legs with all their strength but the enterprise completely failed at the first pull the body fell to the ground while the head remained lying in the cleft where no one could see it they were greatly astonished at seeing the headless man and could not imagine how he had got into the wood and up the tree without a head on his body however there was now nothing to be done they drove the body home to the wife and asked if he like the others had had his head on him when he went out yes by my soul he had his head on him said the wife for certainly he ate his cabbage soup with it this morning before he went out the salt herrings one year when herrings were rather dear it was difficult for the mole boars to procure this food which they liked so much to eat they consulted together how to arrange in such a manner that in future they should not be obliged to buy them at so high a rate every year one of them who wished to be thought the most witty wisely resolved that as fresh herrings could breed in water salt herrings must also be able to do so he therefore advised them that once for all they should buy a barrel of salted herrings in our house and throw them in the village pond that later on when these had bred they might every year be able to catch in their nets as many as they needed this advice pleased them all so well that some of them directly set out bought the herrings and threw them into the pond that they might breed there for years to come when the following year they came with their nets to fish for salted herrings they could not for all their pains get hold of a single one after a long time they caught a large fat eel in their net as soon as they saw it they immediately concluded that this was the thief who had eaten their salted herrings and so they agreed that it should suffer the hardest and most painful death but they could not resolve on what sort of punishment to give it some of them would have it burnt others hanged some would flog it to death others cut it to pieces finally an old mole boar 
came forth who himself had once been about to be drowned and as he had not found it to his taste to stay so long a time in salt water he thought it must be the same with the eel he therefore advised his countrymen to put out on the wild sea with it and drown it there this advice they held to be good therefore they took the eel got into a boat and rowed far out on the sea with it that it might not be able again to swim to shore when they had got as far out as seemed right to them they put the eel into the water the eel which had so long been on dry land against its will rejoiced at coming to its native home and wriggled its tail as soon as it reached the water when the old mole boar saw this he said to the others do you see how pitifully he writhes yes death is hard to put up with the bell once a wag made the mole boars believe that enemies were in the kingdom and that they would soon come to conquer their country they therefore resolved to save what they could from their hands that which they were proudest of and wanted to save first was the church bell they then worked so long at it that they got it down from the tower but they took counsel for a long time as to how they should hide it so that the enemy could not find it at last they dragged it with all their force to a large boat rowed far away to sea with it and threw it into the water when it was thrown down they began to consider and said to one another now it is certainly hidden from the enemy but how are we to find it again when he is gone one of them who thought himself wiser than the others sprang up and said that is no matter we can put a mark near it he immediately took a knife out of his pocket cut a large nick in the side of the boat from which they had thrown the bell and said here it was that we threw it out when this was done they rowed to shore quite calm and glad persuaded that they would be able to seek their bell again according to this mark when the enemy had gone end of section fifty six this recording is in the public domain